What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast, man. Back at it again here today, part two, Saturday, June 29th, as always. Hope all you guys have had a good weekend so far. Hope all you guys are enjoying your weekend. And man, free agency has pretty much already hit, even though it's not officially. No teams or players can sign anything until tomorrow, but... We pretty much already have two commitments. I already did the Kemba Walker one. Go check that out if you haven't heard that. But now, the other top point guard in free agency this summer is now off the board already. And that is Kyrie Irving. Mr. Irving, who is my favorite point guard in the league, has decided to sign with the Brooklyn Nets. Now, Kyrie is a six-time All-Star. He's a 2016 NBA champion in one of the greatest finals of all time. This past season, he averaged 23.8 points per game, five rebounds a game, and almost seven assists per game. Um, He's headed into his ninth NBA season next year, and he'll he'll be 20, he's currently 27 years young. His birthday's in March, so by the time the season starts, he'll still be 27. And that deal should be done as soon as the free agency clock starts tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern. Now, you know, he's coming off a rough year with the Celtics. Honestly, I'm not even going to lie to y'all. Beginning of the year, I had the Celtics going to the finals and possibly beating the Warriors. Obviously, that did not happen. The Celtics just had too much turmoil from the fight between Marcus Morris and Jalen Brown to Danny Ainge and Kyrie to Brad Stevens and Kyrie to, you know, people not agreeing with playing Gordon Hayward so many minutes to all this different type of stuff. And, Pretty much everybody blamed Kyrie for it. And I was not one of those people. I don't know why everybody blamed Kyrie. I don't think he deserved the blame that he was getting. I feel like he just happened to be the best player on that team. And as they were falling apart, that's pretty much the easiest person to blame. And I just feel like it was wrong. Even though, yes, Kyrie does do a lot of things wrong. I feel like when he left Cleveland and didn't tell LeBron he wanted to leave Cleveland, I feel like that was immature. The way he just left Boston, I feel like that was immature. Um, his leadership skills, I feel like he's lacking on severely right now. Um, I just don't know what's going on with him, but it sucks to see such a great player and, you know, somewhat, you it feels like he's a good human being, but his actions don't really show it. Like the actions that we hear about the most, but it is what it is. I know, you know, deep down somewhere, the people that really know him, you know, Kyrie's a cool person. He's down to earth and stuff like that, but he just does a lot of immature stuff, but He is headed to play for the Brooklyn Nets, which is interesting because a lot of people already said this deal has pretty much been done since like last month. He's always, if you think about it though, because Brooklyn, they used to be the New Jersey Nets. Kyrie is from New Jersey, went to high school there, grew up there pretty much. And so pretty much he's playing for the team he grew up. I don't know if he was a fan of them necessarily, but definitely his hometown team. So it honestly makes a lot of sense. And honestly, I'm not mad at him for doing it. I'm just confused to the fact, like, what are you trying to accomplish? Do you want to win rings? Are you trying to stack your money? Are you trying to, what is it? What is is he prioritizing? That's my thing with Kyrie Irving, because I love Kyrie, and I really want to see him win another ring. I don't want him to just be known as LeBron's sidekick. He's much more than LeBron's sidekick. That's why, you know, he ended up leaving Cleveland in the first place, because he didn't want to be labeled that. And, you know, a lot of people were saying he's going to go back to L.A., and, you know, as good as it would have been, he would have still been labeled as LeBron's Robin, LeBron's Robin. And, you know, he's just too good for that. But 
you know, he's going to also be getting the same deal that Kemba is with the Celtics. It's going to be a max contract, four years, $141 million, which is really good money. Definitely deserved it. Definitely earned Definitely played his butt off to get it. Um, I think this is a good situation for him because he does not have to be a playmaker. In Boston, or not, not let me not say a playmaker. He does not have to be a, necessarily a pure point guard. In Boston, they needed him to be a pure point guard. They needed him to share the ball because Boston has so many lethal weapons that you have to share the ball. You have Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Gordon Hayward, Al Horford. You have all these pieces that you have to pass the ball to. And Kyrie is not necessarily a pass-first point guard. Kyrie is a scorer. Kyrie is playing his best ball when he's putting the ball through the hoop. And that's why Kyrie needs to be put in a situation where he is an, uh, has to be a scorer. And that's why I like the fit with the um, Nets. Like, when he was with the Cavaliers, he had to be a scorer because, you know, when LeBron was there, LeBron's pretty much a point guard. He's going to pass. He's going to find people. He's going to get people their shots. Kyrie needed to be a scorer. They had sh shooters like J.R. Smith. They had 3-and-D players like Shumpert and uh, other players like Della Vadova. But they needed Kyrie to get buckets. And with the Nets now... He needs to get buckets. He has no choice but to get buckets. The other interesting thing about this is I don't know what he's planning, but as crazy as it may sound, I don't think Kyrie Irving went to Brooklyn and decided I'm going to just go to Brooklyn and play by myself. I feel like this is definitely going to attract Kevin Durant now, and I think this more than likely will end up being KD's destination, or they can still kind of end up signing Jimmy Butler. As much as I don't want Jimmy to go there because I love Jimmy Butler. He's my favorite player in the league right now. I don't want Jimmy Butler to go there. But they do have another max contract slot open to sign another big-time free agent. So it's going to be interesting. Maybe. We are we don't know. Kyrie could already have some type of deal done with Kevin Durant. We already know he's cool friends with Jimmy Butler. Um, other free agents out there, I don't really think he's looking at. But who knows, though, because it's going to get interesting. But... For Brooklyn, they do have a very interesting squad. They're going to end up losing D'Angelo Russell, who we'll talk about in a second. We'll talk about his options in a second. But they got Karis LeVert, who de certainly developed into one of the better players in the league. They got um, Joe Harris. I think they're going to actually let him go, matter of fact, now I think about it, who actually won the three-point contest. Very good-looking jumper. They got Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, who's pretty solid. Hasn't really found his footing necessarily in the league, but he's still a pretty good player. Spencer Dinwiddie, who was definitely an elite player, comes off the bench, came off the bench for him this year. Their coach, I, I don't know why I couldn't think of his name. I, I want to say it's Kenny something. I forgot his name. I'm not even going to do that to him. But he is a very good coach. He makes a lot of good adjustments. I remember watching the Nets play my 76ers this past season, the first round of the Eastern Conference playoffs. And he did a hell of a job making adjustments. So Kyrie's definitely going to go into a situation where, one, more than likely he's going to be the best player. He's going to be asked to score a lot. He's going to be a leader again. So we're going to see what his leadership ability really is like now that he's had experience being a leader in Boston for the past two years. So it's going to be interesting. Me personally, I'm honestly ecstatic for Kyrie's new home. I'm excited to see what he's going to do in front of pretty much his hometown, even though, you know, Brooklyn's not necessarily his hometown, but his home team. But... It's just interesting. I like me. I'm just worried if 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 he, if he doesn't get that next free agent, then Kyrie's just gonna be staring into the Eastern Conference playoffs every year. 
might not even make it, you know, without another All-Star. But other than that, he's just going to make the playoffs and not make any type of impact. I really want to see Kyrie Irving win another ring without LeBron James so he can really prove to himself that he's a winner. Not even to himself, just the people that he's a winner, that he's definitely Hall of Fame worthy, that he's one of the greatest point guards of all time, that nobody can guard him because he's elite. Kyrie's handle is elite. Kyrie's crossover is elite. His scoring ability is otherworldly. His finishing ability is super different. And we all know New Jersey, they produce point guards. If anybody produces point guards, it is New Jersey. They produce the best point guards that we have seen. And I'm not even going to go down the list. Even though I should, I'm not going to. New Jersey produces point guard. And Kyrie, honestly, Kyrie might be the best of them all. You know, they they got players that just do it differently. The, I'll talk about the younger ones. They got Sharif Cooper. They got Jelly Fam JQ, a.k.a. Javon Quinterly, who's at Alabama right now. That's just a, that's just the newer ones. I, could, I don't even want to start talking about the older ones. But Kyrie's just from a different lineage. He's cut from a much different cloth. And, you know, I'm happy for him, honestly. Like, I didn't want him to go to Brooklyn. I wanted him to step into a situation where he was going to win automatically out the gate. But we don't know what's going to happen, honestly. We still have 24 hours, a little bit. Or we still got about 22 hours until, you know, free agency opens. We don't know what KD's going to do. I don't think KD's going to sign on the first day. I think he's going to weigh out all his options. I'm pretty sure they said he has planned meetings with the Knicks, the Nets. I mean, yeah, the Knicks, the Nets, and the Clippers, I believe, and the Warriors. Or KD's four meetings that he set up. So, like I said, we never know. KD could end up playing with Kyrie. That would definitely be something interesting and something great to look out for and something good for the league because it balances out the league a little bit from, you know, the, the Western and Eastern conferences. And But for Kyrie, man, like I said, I'm happy for him. This is the right... It's not necessarily the best move for him, but it's definitely a good fit for him. I think it's going to work out in the long run. Hopefully, he can attract another all-star or big-time free agent, whether that be KD or Jimmy Buckets. But, you know, Kyrie's going to kill. Kyrie's going to be Kyrie. He's still going to be an all-star. He's an elite-level player. Nobody in the league can stop him. Every point guard has tried. Every point guard has failed. He's that good. He's a different breed. And, you know, we're going to see. But... It's just interesting. A lot of people are really, you know, hating on Kyrie because of the whole Celtics situation. But like I said, I'm over that. It, it wasn't necessarily all his fault. That The Celtics thing was just all bad from the beginning. That nucleus just wasn't as good as they were on paper. They just weren't going to work out altogether on the court. But it is what it is. It's a new chapter. Everybody's going their own which ways. But going to D'Angelo Russell. D'Lo is also very interesting because I love D'Lo. I really like D'Lo. I've liked D'Lo since he was at Ohio State. I remember watching him at Ohio State. I'll never forget. I was watching a game. They were playing, I believe, they were playing in a Big Ten conference game. They were playing versus Northwestern, based out of Chicago or Evanston, Illinois. And he threw a dime from literally from half court. On, in, the, in the half court, he threw it from half court to a teammate for a layup with one hand. And it was just nasty off a bounce pass. And that's, and that's exactly when I knew that he was going to be a really good NBA player. And he was literally unguardable in college. And so I knew he was going to be destined to be good. But, you know, his options right now, what I, will, I want to see him do are three options. The Lakers, obviously he'd be a, probably one of the perfect fits for LeBron and AD, compliment them really good because he can score and pass the rock. The Timberwolves, I think he would bring out the best in Carl Anthony Towns. I know they already have a lot of chemistry. I'm pretty sure they went in the same draft class, and I think that's why they're pretty good friends. And then and then I think they were both McDonald's All-Americans together, if I'm not mistaken. And then the last option is a sleeper team, a dark horse team. 
The Indiana Pacers. Coach Nate McMillan has done an excellent job. I think they were the third seed in the East this past season, even after losing Victor Oladipo. And you're going to get Oladipo back from that injury he suffered. We're still praying for Vic. Hopefully, you know, he's. I'm pretty sure he's having a speedy recovery. Pretty sure he's almost back on the court, too, by the way. Him and D'Angelo Russell together in a backcourt is nasty. And I would love to see those two play with each other. That would be a hell of a backcourt. Those two will complement each other perfectly. That's why I like D'Lo's game. Because like I said, he's a multi-dimensional player. And at 6'5", he really knows how to play defense for his height. He knows how to use his body to push the offensive players without fouling. He knows how to get steals. He's just an overall crafty player. And I'm excited to see what D'Lo does. Um, supposedly with the Nets signing Kyrie Irving tomorrow, the Nets are going to help D'Lo go to a team that he wants to, which is deservingly so. That's what needs to happen. If a player gets y'all to the playoffs, he led the Nets to the playoffs. He was the main reason the Nets were in the playoffs this past season. He led them to the playoffs, and now the Nets are rewarding him by saying they're going to try and find, or they're going to try and get him to one of the teams that he that he has in his choices, and that's good for him. So hopefully he ends up wherever he wants to go. I know supposedly he has a meeting with the Lakers coming up for, or the Lakers have contacted his agents, excuse me. So I'm pretty sure um, I heard his mutual interest between those two going back. So, you know, Magic Johnson not there. Magic was the one who traded him. So it could be interesting. Obviously, he's not there anymore, so he can go back. He's a little bit more mature. At the time, he was just immature with the whole Nick Young situation happening. So they pretty much shipped him. That wasn't the main reason, but it is what it is. And another thing, though, is that he has a deal with Nike right now that's about to expire. So supposedly all the sneaker mark or all the shoe companies are looking into signing him. If he goes to LA, that's going to boost his stock so high. It's going to be ridiculous. Nike might have no choice but to resign because obviously playing in a big market, probably the biggest market in the NBA in Los Angeles, would definitely bring a lot of eyes and attention to his footwear. So it's going to be interesting, man. But with that being said, just had to let y'all know that Kyrie Irving will be a Brooklyn net. D'Angelo Russell is still up in the air. Like I said, I'd probably put my money on the Lakers, the Timberwolves, the Pacers, and a team that should be looking out for him, but I heard is not looking out for him is the Phoenix Suns because he would look good with uh, Devin Booker and the Phoenix, but I don't know what's going on with Phoenix. I don't even want to talk about them because they're just pitiful. But with that being said, man, this has been another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast, man. Please like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, and share, and all of those other good things. As always, have a blessed and beautiful rest of y'all day. I will talk to y'all soon. Tomorrow, free agency opens. We will see who signs early. We'll see who's going to weigh out their options. Pretty sure Jimmy's going to be patient. Uh, KD should be patient. I think Kawhi's going to be patient, but we shall see. We are a little, like I said, we are a little bit less than a day out from that. So stay tuned for that, man. As always, peace and blessings.